Hi, everyone. I'm Erin Bagwell. And I'm Diana Matthews. Welcome to Feminist Wednesday's Beaver Talk, the podcast where we give Hollywood unsolicited advice about feminism. In our world, Nora Ephron reigns supreme. Falling in love with yourself is more important than falling in love with someone else. And forget Channing Tatum. The only person throbbing our hearts is Melissa McCarthy. Join us as we deep dive into all the things that fire us up about film and television. The glorious, the misogynistic, and the groundbreaking. This is Beaver Talk. Hello. Hello! Happy Valentine's Hello. Day! Oh boy, what a Feminist Wednesday uh, extravaganza. I know. Do you celebrate Valentine's or Galentine's? Um, that's a great question. I, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this is really a thought-provoking uh, question. What do you do? I feel like I'm, I'm passing the torch. <laughs> yeah, you're like, pass on that question. Um, I mean, I haven't had a date on Valentine's Day full disclosure, in like seven years. Yeah. So it's been Galentine's. All the way. By necessity. You know, I think my favorite, <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of a an anti-authority person. And so when the world is like, do this holiday, I'm like, ah, I don't want, like I'm very, uh, I feel some kind of friction or rebelliousness against actually participating. That shocks me. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're like, you're like Miss Thanksgiving, Miss Christmas, Miss... Yeah, Valentine's Day, you know, it's the same, like, we, Sal and I don't celebrate our anniversary. Like, there's something weird about, like, I don't know, maybe I need to dive into that more about celebrating that space that I'm not super interested in. Yeah. Like, I just, I hate that, you know, flowers cost more during that. Like, that's such a weird, it feels so commercial and it feels like a little bit... I don't know. To yeah, me. a little bit of a drag. So I think actually having you say that, like my favorite Valentine's days were like in college, our, my girlfriends and I used to get like a bottle of champagne and buy like bridal magazines and watch rom-coms. And th- like that was super fun. That's amazing. Like so fun. I love that. But I don't really, you know, Sal's very traditional. And so he likes to do like a dinner on Valentine's. And it's just, but in New York, it's crazy. Like. Yeah. It's so packed and it's so annoying. Like I would much rather like stay home and and not. Yeah, that's fair. So enough. I'm a little anti Valentine's, honestly. All right, okay. What we used to do when uh, we were like teenagers, my brothers and I, we used to get there was this uh, pizza place, um, Boston Pizza in I Canada. Like where this is going? Yep, Boston Pizza in Canada. I used to make heart shaped pizzas on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's cute. And. We would pick up a pizza because my brother had his driver's license, and then we would watch The Notebook. <laughs> it's just like, how does none of like how do none of us have a date? My brother Stephen always had a date, but Peter and I were holding it down. Yeah, <laughs> lovely, Kent. What are your thoughts about Valentine's Day? Hi, Kent's we on, got mic. Him on the mic. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm, I'm the producer. What are my thoughts on Valentine's Day? Uh... Have you been a big? Are you a big Valentine? Do you have a date this week? Do Tonight? I, uh, do I have a date this week? I don't have a date this <laughs> week for Valentine's Day. Um, I am not a big uh, holiday person in general, particularly the capitalist ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, right on, brother. <laughs> yeah. But if the person, uh, if I'm with someone and it means something to them, then sure, I'll partake. But if, if not, then I'm just like, Yeah, whatever. you just let it pass you by. Mm-hmm. Excellent. That's fair. Yeah, I feel like it really, I feel like with Valentine's Day, it's like really one of those things you just got to make it your own, whether that's Mm -hmm. like doing nothing and you and your partner both agree that's a thing 
or it's doing everything and you, it's both really, it's really important to both of you. But I feel like you just need to like do your version of the heart-shaped pizza. Yeah. I bought myself a box of, um, you know, those like crunchy, like, you know how Crunch Bar like had like a crunchy version for the movie theater? Mm-hmm. I bought myself. <laughs> A box of those. I was like, ooh, I want some like Valentine's chocolate. Was this last year? When was this? <laughs> no, it was like two days ago. <laughs> How Crunch Bar had a crunchy version? What do you mean by that? So they had Crunch Bar had like the company that produces Crunch Bar, like it's in a blue box. But, Nestle, right. but it is, it's a Crunch brand right. product. Oh, okay. So it's in the blue like Crunch box brand. But then they're mini, they're like micro crunches. Oh, the little bites. Oh. Yes. Right. Because I feel like a, cr- a crunch version of crunch, crunchy version of crunch bar, like it's already inherent in oh, the yeah, name. Oh, yeah. That probably it's also I thought you meant crunchy, which are the not. Isn't it Bunch of Bites? I feel like that's the name. Maybe of it has a name. I don't know what, what it is. What is Bunch of Bites? Yeah, they're like the little, yeah. I know yeah, yeah, about. yeah. They're good. They're like at movie theaters. Okay. They're delicious. I'm more of a popcorn gal than a candy gal. Oh, you got to mix those up. Why I know. Not? I feel like, well, now that I have movie pass, I have all of the money for the con- for. I was going to say the condiments. No, for the concession. Living it up. Hello. Speaking of movies, what are your favorite? <laughs> what are you laughing? You like my segue? That was a great segue. Um, what are your favorite uh, V Day, Galentine's Day movies? What's what's what are you watching? What's what speaking watching? to you this time of year? I just watched When Harry Met Sally. It is my all time favorite. Written by Nora Ephron. You just saw it when. I watched it just a couple of weeks ago. It's not for the first on... time. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Just I rewatched it. Okay. Um, because I got married three weeks ago. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and um, we went to Katz's Deli for like our basically it was breakfast. You were there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went like for like our reception after our city hall wedding, and um, when Harry met Sally, made that place very famous. It was mm-hmm. already famous in its own right as a New York institution, but. Um, it kind of put, it kind of put it on the map, so to speak. So we went to Katz's Deli, and it just was like, man, I need to rewatch that movie because it's so iconic. And they filmed everything on scene in New York, so like they're walking through Central Park, they're walking through the Met, they're at Katz's. Like it's so great. Yeah. And I guess Nora Ephron did that very intentionally because the whole point is like they don't see the beauty around them because they're so in their heads and they're mm-hmm. so like neurotic and like it's. Yeah, it's phenomenal. So I love When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, I yeah. like that movie too. Yeah. My dad has like four jokes and one of them is, have you ever seen When Harry Met Sally? Like he'll ask it all the time because it's one of his favorite movies and oh. I hadn't seen it for a long time. So the joke was like, oh, that I haven't seen it. But now that I have, he just still asks. Because he shames you for <sighs> the fact that it took so long for you to watch that? I just think he thinks it's funny. <laughs> He has like these weird David Letterman jokes that he'll repackage and just continue to use. Gotcha. Like if we're on a family thread, he'll just text like, huh, with a question mark. Like all the time. It's a Jim Bagwell thing to do. Like, and he thinks it's hilarious. And we're all like, will you just answer the question? Like, what time are we meeting tonight? <laughs> He's <laughs> like, did you see when Harry met Sally? I love exactly. it. I love it. That's so funny. When, uh, what's your favorite rom-com? Um, All-time favorite. I'm Moonstruck. Really? A thousand percent. That's a great movie. It's so good. Yeah. Ken, have you seen Moonstruck? I have not, but I know of it. Oh, Cher, Nicolas Cage, Brooklyn. I mean, what is not to love? Yeah, I feel like I... I love you. I love the opera. (laughs) Snap out of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Did you know that the Moonstruck house is for sale? (gasps) 
Yes, and um, Sal's uncle drove us by it once, and we like took a photo, took a photo in front of it. Should we buy it and make it our official Beaver Talk studio? Uh, hell yeah, we should. Oh my, we I wonder if it's still for sale. <laughs> this was like three or four years ago that it was up for sale. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a great film. She won the Oscar for it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's Sal really good. and I went to the opera because of that movie. That's the movie that brought you to the opera. <laughs> Love is real. Um, She's so great. Oh my god, I love Cher. So good. Nick Cage. I'm like, it's a generational thing. I knew him because I was like born early '90s, and then I didn't come around. Con Air was the first movie I saw Nicolas Cage in, which is a great movie. Don't get me wrong. I feel like Moonstruck is the first movie I saw him in. Well, I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. I'm sure he's in lots of things. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is in everything. He's one of those people who's in everything, and I cannot tell you what he's in. It's yeah. like Moonstruck, Con Air, and then I tap out. Kent, do you have a favorite favorite Nicholas? Kent's Cage? about to like drop you have a some favorite Nic- uh, The Rock. I don't know that one. It's uh, where he and Sean Connery have to like get these guys that are like doing bad stuff on Alcatraz. Hmm. Yeah, they got to save San Francisco. Is it a good movie? Or is it like a good because bad it's movie? bad? I just think it's like a good action movie. Okay. Mm. Yeah, he's kind of an action star, I guess. He yeah. does a lot of that. Yeah, yeah he does. Um, also, have you seen Barefoot in the Park? No. With Jane Fonda and Robert Redford? No. Is that this? the one that they made like a million years ago? Put it on your list. Yes, it's from the, I don't know. It's a very old movie. Um, Jane Fonda, I saw it in high school before Jane Fonda and Grace and Frankie, and we like knew Jane Fonda, I feel mm-hmm. like now. She's like having this renaissance. Um, and it's all about this newlywed married couple in New York City, and they live in this one-bedroom apartment that they can't, like, fit anything in, and it's kind of about how they're merging their lives together, and she's kind of, like, a wild woman and, like, wants this excitement and this energy and wants to, like, keep the – she wants to still be free, I think, in their relationship, and it's kind of about how they – figure it out together and it's mm. a great movie kind of sounds like my life at this point in time <laughs> yeah it's such a good um it's so lovely how did you find it i feel like somebody randomly bought it for me for like a holiday or something oh i love that yeah that's so cool it's a great movie um you asked your followers what their favorite rom-coms were oh gosh i got so many responses let me pull them up here i mean sleepless in seattle you've got mail 500 days of summer and sleeping with other people seem to be the top sarah marshall oh, yeah. sarah i don't marshall find forgetting, forgetting sarah Mar- marshall a rom-com i think it is but it I is right i think yeah. it is because i always forget about the mila kunis romance in that movie for me it was just about russell brand um let's see your hubby responded 500 Days of Summer, Sleeping with Other People, Wedding Singer, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Clueless, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh. Um, Joy wrote, Harry Met Sally, Switch, which I think she met Hitch. But is Switch a movie? There's The Switch. Maybe that's what she's talking uh, about. Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Maybe that's she, <laughs> Sleeping with Other People, You've no, Got Mail. Switch is a movie from 81. Oh, it is a movie? Yes. Um, it's complicated, which I really like. Is that the one with the old people? Yes, <laughs> Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep. Oh boy, did okay. that get completely panned as like the worst movie ever made? No, no, I don't think so. It didn't. No. Also, sh- something's got to give is kind of in terrible. that vein, and I liked that movie too with Jack Nicholson. I just love her. A lot of people wrote. Um, 
the You've Got Mail one, which is, is a movie that I feel like I saw when I was like 12 and hated. Tom Hanks is like a because person. Because doesn't he buy her fucking small town store and like close it? Isn't he the big corporation? Yes. Isn't yeah. that the whole promise of the movie? No. Tell us what it's about, Kent. Guys, can, all right. <laughs> you don't know this. I have a huge thing with You've Got Mail. You've Got Mail oh is like one of my favorite movies. You've Got Mail, I put on like... <laughs> I'm from I'm from New York City, but like we've unleashed something. one of the one of the things that I do like come the autumn. Okay, not the fall, the autumn. I put on You've Got Mail because it takes place. Can I interrupt you? In the what's, autumn, how do you know when the autumn is here? Like, what's your autumn trigger? Uh, when the when the leaves start to change color, and you've got to put a little extra layer on, okay. and there's a bit more. So we're not we're not totally into the. <laughs> So we're not totally into the fall. It's like the very brink of it. Oh, well, I'm I'm just using the more refined patois of autumn as opposed to fall. Like it's not the fall in New York. It's autumn. Gotcha. Okay. That's right. And so uh, it is it is such a beautiful autumn movie in New York. It, it is so charming. Everything about it is wonderful. Uh and it's it's funny. It's got like adult humor. It's got heartwarming kids humor steve zahn is in it parker pose is in it oh my god it is fantastic and so the premise is not yes he plays joe fox and fox books books is sort of the barnes and noble of the world and she owns a little shop around the corner Mm -hmm. which is what this movie is based off of the original movie is a little shop around the corner and uh yes they eventually put her out of business but that's not the that's not the main premise of it. In fact, I think that's one of the things that says love can conquer all. How so? Because <laughs> because they 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 start off with this very contentious uh, relationship. There's a lot of animosity between them. Obviously, they are competitors yeah. in in every sense. And uh, well, it kind of starts off with them talking. On AOL, Instant Messenger. Right. They meet in a chat in over an over forties chat room, I think, or something like that. They meet on there, and so they they have this like relationship there, and then they know each other in real life, and they are like cats and dogs hating mm-hmm. each other. And then Tom Hanks is the first one to find out, oh, this is her, because they they meet up one night uh, at a cafe that's on the Upper West Side still that I've been to. Um, they meet up there, and he sees her in there with the book, and he's like. Oh, it's her. It's Kathleen Kelly, which is Meg Ryan's character. And uh, he doesn't go in. Uh. And then he does go in, but as Joe Fox. And he's like, hmm, waiting for someone? You didn't get stood up, did you? <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, my god! He totally plays her. Uh, but uh, so they have this contentious relationship, but they realize it's all, uh, it's based off of, you, uh, their projections of what this person is and what that is, what that person does in their life mm-hmm. in, in terms of this one thing. But you can be a whole completely other person because that's who they are to each other online. And so those things sort of reconcile and they fall in love because once her shop gets put out of business, he feels very bad about it because it's not just him. It's his family, not to take any, uh, any uh, what's it called? Responsibility off him. Mm-hmm. But he, she gets sick and he takes care of her. And uh, they meet up in Central Park, and his dog meets her first, and she knows his dog, Brinkley, and she she <laughs> cries, and she says, I wanted it to be you. I wanted it to be you so bad, and it's beautiful. 
Oh boy. <laughs> yes. Tom Hanks wow. is going to come a knocking. Wow, he can come wow, knocking anytime. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think you should give it another shot. Wow, interesting. Because I'd be curious to get your take on it now. That's so beautiful. This is like one of those situations where, like, I love when you describe Game of Thrones to me. Uh-huh. I love you describing You've Got Mail. Yeah, I feel like I don't need to see it now. I appreciate it. Probably <laughs> Wait, you never more. seen it? No, I have seen it okay, when I was, I was like 12 again and I didn't. I was like, maybe you just weren't in the right place. Maybe I wasn't old enough. I think you or should maybe this is a friend situation. And you guys are gonna maybe I think that be the th- on the wrong side of. We'll be on different sides of the. I think one of the things about this movie is the characters are all like very adult type caricatures of people like you don't know when you're twelve or fourteen. You like you don't know them in person, and you don't really see them in, represented in the media that you take in. But now, once you see it, you'll be like oh, I know this fucking guy or mm. I know this girl mm-hmm. or this type of person. Like, oh, you're so hoity-toity and oh, you can't do anything because you need to get your eggs harvested on, on Saturday or something like that, which is a line from there. So yeah. I think you'll be able to appreciate it at a different level. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Have you seen, are you a fan of this movie, Dan? I love Nora Ephron. Yeah. And I love the way she writes. And I think the way she writes New York in particular is really beautiful. And that's not like an original thought. Like she's an right. icon of the city, but um, yeah, I love Nora Ephron. It opens up with Dreams by the Cranberries. Rest in peace, Dolores O'Riordan, very recently. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a sad one. It was a very sad one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, were you a huge Julia Roberts fan? Either one of you? You know, I... <laughs> oh, boy. I, I think I don't really have an opinion about okay. Julia Roberts. I, yeah. Were you thinking of the... I was thinking of Notting Hill. Oh, Nottingham. And uh, Not I a, love Hugh Grant. Like Bridget the one Jones's where she plays diary. the hooker? Pretty Woman. Yeah. That's a great movie. I am not a huge... Um, hooker fan? Right. <laughs> you support sex workers? <laughs> I'm not a huge Richard Gere fan. Okay. Um, so he never really did it for me, therefore... But I realize, like, unpopular opinion. Yeah, yeah. And um, he never really did it for me, so his movies didn't really swoon me in the way that it swooned other people. I love the music in that movie. I don't know anything about it. Who's they that? just, sometimes they just have like great, like they really hit it mm. with the music. Did you like Runaway Bride? Like, did you like Four Weddings and a Funeral? Like, was there like no, the drop down menu that you liked? No, I'm, I didn't do a whole deep dive into that. I remember seeing the, the Runaway Bride and yeah, just okay. Like not like not diehard favorites. Yeah. I think I think like Reese Witherspoon and yeah. like. You know, even like Legally Blonde yeah. and like seeing her. She also does that great Christmas movie with, um, the, is it called Four Christmases? Where they have to go to all these different people's houses. They usually take a vacation every year. Yes. But who's in that movie? Vince Vaughn. Yeah. It's, that's a cute movie. Like, I think she does like really cute, fun. Sweet Home Alabama was on my list. I, I got haven't it seen that for, in so long. I got it for Valentine's Day. My mom always used to give us movies. Mm-hmm. So we'd each get a movie on Valentine's Day and then we'd go skiing. Um, and I got Sweet Home Alabama and I did not stop watching that DVD Ooh. for like a year. I like her haircut in that movie. That's her short haired look, right? It's like, you brought a baby to a bar. Like, it's just iconic. Um, I also watched Home Again. Yeah, I watched it too. What were your thoughts? Did you like this I movie? I loved it. I thought you were going to hate it. I loved it. Tell me more. I loved I, you know, I, I am a huge Reese Witherspoon. Like, I love her. I think, like, I'm going to go to the movies for her. I'm going to show up for her. Sure. I think she's so, 
I see so much of like my family in her. Like she reminds me of my cousin Megan. Like I just feel like I'm all in with her. So, you know, that's first and foremost. I mean, I'm the same way. And um, I loved this movie because I thought it was so fun. And the, I loved the relationship with like the three guys that are in it. Okay. They so reminded me of like when I first started dating Sal and I like kind of lived with three guys. Yeah. <laughs> and like kind of the love and the, like the chatter and like the, them checking in on her. And like the, I just really loved their banter. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. Everything kind of centered around her. Like, we never lost focus mm-hmm. of who this was about and who this was for. And then when her ex-husband comes back, I was like, this is great. I was all here for it. I loved it. I thought it was so fun. Yeah. I, I really liked that it stayed with her. I had written that down because um, I watched it on an airplane. And I was like, oh, this is something we need to chat about. Um, but I love that it stayed with her. I loved the two little girls. I find kids in movies yes. can be so annoying. And they, they were hit, so great. They hit a nice, like, big little lies tone, yep. the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of felt, though, that, like, it was trying to do the crazy, stupid love thing where we're dealing with very serious themes in a rom-com setting. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't. Qu- it wasn't, like, quite tight enough for mm-hmm. me. I feel like one of the guys was a waste. I feel like we did not need three of them. It was way too many bros. Yeah, it felt like they kind of snuck that last guy in with her who was working on her website. The younger brother. Like, yeah, I why felt are... like he kind of got lost yes. a little bit. And it almost felt to me like maybe they had shot more scenes with him and then decided to cut him a little bit. It's how it felt. But... Yeah, the movie felt like a little cluttered to me. Mm. It just wasn't quite tight enough. Okay. I loved Candace Bergen. Is she the, the, the mother? mother? I love her. <laughs> She's so I love good. her. The minute she came on screen, I was like, Murphy yes, Brown. Yes. I was so excited about her. Yeah. Oh, she's great. You know what? If I were to rewrite the ending, though, I, she's producing the movie. Mm. Having her step into her, you know, ex-husband's role and like growing up in the industry and like, why don't we just fucking produce this movie for you? Like, I wanted to... S- I was kind of hoping for that a little bit with the mother, but... Yeah, because it was so autobiographical. Like, Candace Bergen is Hollywood royalty, and she grew up in Hollywood, and she uh, had been there forever. It was just, like, where she was from. She was an actress from the start. She was a model. Like, she um, was so famous from the beginning. over her in the beginning, and, like, she's like, oh, we're just going to have lemonade. Like, you take the kid. Like, I loved that. (laughs) I thought that was so cute. She's essentially playing herself, so I thought that was really fun. Yeah. Um, And the house is gorgeous. Yeah, I didn't really care about the interior. No. It's like a boring L.A. home to me. Well, that's like a Nancy Myers thing. Yeah. her And her daughter did this, directed this film. So it's like yeah. they're always very thoughtful about like the exteriors and the spaces and the mm-hmm. little details there. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this movie, Kim? Mm-mm. Well, I'll put, put, it, it, on the put list. it on your DVR. It Download it illegally. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like it more than I did. <sighs> well. And I, I would have cut one of the bros, but... That's my. Those are my notes, Reese. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was really cute. There was one line that was like, "You've got free tech support, childcare, and sex. Like, what more do you need?" And I was like <laughs> laughing so hard. She's like, "Yeah, you're right." Also, she was gorgeous in that movie. The way they shot her was like, and her makeup. It was mm-hmm. so beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. Goddamn, Reese is beautiful. And she's like, "I've been doing laundry since five thirty in the morning." <laughs> I thought it was. I loved it. I don't know. Maybe I was in just a You're space in the to receive. You're in the mood. I wanted to watch a movie like yeah. that too. Yeah. And I had actually started watching Leap Year with Amy Adams and turned it off. I can't do that movie. I turned it off. Amy Adams is not a rom-com lead for me. She's too heavy. There's too much of a sadness there for me. That's 100% right. Yeah. And she doesn't, <laughs> although I haven't seen, have you ever seen Enchanted? Mm-hmm. Same deal? Yeah. 
Did you not, I don't know if this counts as a rom-com, but did you not like her in Julie and Julia? I have Julie and Julia on my list. The bad list or the good the list? The great list. Okay. I loved Julie and Julia. And she plays that so well. That she part. does. Is but that there the is like a heaviness she, in that movie. Because is that not the movie where she's a chef? Yeah. And she's working her way through is the Mara joy of Street cooking. Is in that movie too? Yes, she plays Julia Child. Oh, that's right. They do that thing. Okay, yeah. sorry. I loved it because I loved the book and I thought that the screenplay, um, it was just so well written. It was an adaptation that like, Normally doesn't happen. They should have. They could have totally butchered it. And I loved Julie and Julia, but she's also like falling in love with herself and like Christmasina. It it's a more serious. Yeah, Christmasina doesn't really like see her for a lot of it. And yeah, I think Amy Adams is really good at like the kind of intellectual, a little bit of sadness, a little bit of melancholy. She does have such a heaviness to her. Yes, she does. Wow, you can yeah. see it on her skin almost. She talks a lot about it, which is interesting. About what her um, just she, she got famous like later in life, and she said that her age in Hollywood has kept her out of a lot of the success. Ugh. And I fucking um, love her. Yeah, I really. Let's write something for Amy Adams. My only other argument against the Amy Adams always having this heaviness to her was I thought she was so great in the Muppets movie, the first like of the new ones. Oh, I thought she was so good in that. Okay. Oh, shaking your head. Did you not like the movie? Did you not like her? I didn't like her. I thought she was a miscast for me. I I would have put like Rachel McAdams there. I would have put like a like a little bit of a. a I remember liking her in that. I thought she was great in it. Yeah, I love her. I just (laughs) she's so good. I love that Alien movie. Arrival. Arrival. Oh, I ugly cried, dry heaved, sobbed at the end of that movie. That's so sh- shocking. I know. I was really was in a like place. A very sl- like a quiet ending. It wasn't like a. No, it's not. Okay. It shows her entire life. It's all you realize that all of the flashbacks were actually flash forwards. So powerful. It's like the power of storytelling. Yeah. I'm like raising my hand in the air, like I'm like <laughs> preaching the gospel <laughs> over here. I will die for arrival. I love that movie. It did wrap up very well. The oh. fact that language is time, and then that shows oh. you, like, okay, that's this is how much language is time. That this is all in the future. With the dictator right? and like that whole yeah. thing, and, and her like locking herself in the room, and like, amazing. And the baby, she's like holding the baby, and he's so mad about it, and he's oh and she's like, God. why don't you get it? And he says the most important. I thought the most important thing about me coming to this was meeting them, but I realized it was meeting you. <laughs> Maybe that should be on our list for people. It's not a rom-com, kids. It's a heavier love story. It's very heavy. I've yeah, we haven't even gotten into the love stories yet. I've realized in this episode, we have all each like had been very good at quoting very specific lines from all these <laughs> movies we love. Like you had the one from Moonstruck. Mm-hmm. I had the one from You've Got Mail. You had, well, I don't know if Arrival counts as a rom-com. <laughs> I'm Arrival is my rom-com. We're going to put it on the list. Tells you what I'm like. Guys, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question for the fellows? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Where's this going? What do you think of John Cusack? Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Must Love Dogs? That's one of his movies he's on. I really liked it. Is he in Serendipity? I'm going to sure need was. to Google his face. Um, I'm what? what? I'm, you don't I'm, know I'm, John Cusack. I'm picturing, picturing uh, Francis Underwood again. Oh, oh my God. God. That's not even his name. <laughs> I know. I keep calling him that. That's his name to me. Okay. So you and me, let's talk about, we can talk about what's loved. Must John love Cusack. Yeah, Serendipity. I'm here with you. I'm here with you now. Okay. <laughs> I feel like John Cusack is like, I mean, I'm not attracted to him. So he kind of falls into the Richard Gere category for me of like, his movies don't resonate also, for me. Also, Tom Hanks also. Like, what's his deal with playing all these But rom-coms? I like Tom Hanks. He's charming. That's, he's what, charming. that's, that's what it he's is. Charming. He's charming and he's not ugly. Right. 
He's the everyman. <laughs> so John Cusack for me is like the hardest working man in show business. And I have no qualms about like he's a good actor. He's like just does his thing. He's like living his life. All right. But it doesn't resonate. None of his movies have ever really resonated with you. No, I would recast him in everything I've watched him in. Holy but. Oh, shit. <laughs> ouch, ouch, ouch. I'm not really. A, obviously, if I had to Google him, I'm not really a John Cusack either. That's yeah. so crazy because I feel like he is like in terms of like the male leads in rom-coms. Yeah. Like he is like one of the top. Five, like if you did the family feud, like top five answers on the board, like yeah. he would absolutely be in the top three. I know. I completely agree. And I feel like I um, never think of him in the rom-com. Who is your favorite rom-com leading man? Hugh, Hugh Grant is a big fan. Really? I'm a huge fan of Hugh Grant. Um, Bridget Jones's Diary is, yeah, we've talked yeah. about this before. It's like one of my favorite movies. Love Notting Hill. Um, I love how that movie wraps up. I think the writing in it is so strong. Um, I'm going to say I really love Chris O'Dowd, who I realized was, he's not like necessarily he's a rom-com in guy. He's isn't he? Or no? I don't remember that. I'll maybe. Google it. Google it. Bring out the phone. Um, also 10 Things I Hate About You is a fan, is a favorite of mine. That's a great one. Yeah. Because you know what? I feel like the teen rom-coms are like almost like their own sort of like genre. Yeah. Because you have 10 Things I Hate About You. You have like Drive Me Crazy. Yeah. And I, I put Clueless in there. Clueless is in there. Yeah. Know? And I also just love this Julia Stiles. Yeah, Chris O'Dowd from Bridesmaids. That's I think be a he's no great. Me, he's dog. in High Maintenance. <laughs> I, or is he in? He's in High Maintenance. He was Who big in I like Britain. Of? Yeah, he's Irish he's, yeah, and he's, he's great. And I think he's, he's just on a show like, called oh, The IT Crowd. He's very yes. cute and he's very charming. So he's becoming a fan favorite for me. Anyway, oh God, that's not a guy. Guys, come on. Who's the guy? Who's the guy in Westwood or Westworld? Which one? Oh, Jimmy Simpson? The cute he plays one. William? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> the brunette, the like cowboy in the beginning with the love oh, story. Yeah. He's James really James Marsden. Marsden. He's great. I love James he's, Marsden. He's great. Yeah, he's very pretty. I'm sure he's been in rom coms. Yeah, he was in, uh, he was in um, The Notebook. Remember Freddie Prince Jr.? Wasn't he in 28 Dresses? He was tw- in 28 Dresses. He's yeah. great. He was in Hairspray. You guys just blew past my Freddie Prince Jr. reference. I know. Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince, Prince Jr. Remember in high school? He's he was the like John cool. Cusack of the teen. Uh, the teen For like, like five minutes. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he has the no. lasting power of John Cusack. That's well, he true. dropped out on his own. He did. It's yeah. true. What's he been doing? What did he drop out to do? Guys, I'm on my phone a lot this episode. I'll tell you <laughs> he, what he's he, doing. He, his, his like dad was like an actor and his dad kind of died in like a oh. not great way. And so I think like he, oh, the horrible. fame kind of got to him. And so he just decided to like kind of bow out of the spotlight for a bit. Hmm. Yep. He was in Friends. Remember that? Oh, he's great in Friends. That episode sure is hilarious was. as the nanny. I think he's doing fine. He's in a lot of Scooby-Doo movies. And his marriage with Sarah Michelle Gellar is like, summer. so He's great. doing fine. Yeah, he's great. Have you guys seen, I feel like this is one of like the big rom-coms and it is a John Cusack movie. I don't even know if it's a rom-com. It's sort of a rom- It's certainly a romantic movie. But I know that this is also a kind of contentious movie. Have you guys seen Say Anything? No. Negative. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think so. Boy, oh, boy. We need to we need to get in line about the romantic Who's in movies. It? John Cusack, uh, oh, Ioni Sky. That's why I haven't seen it. Um, uh, oh, and uh, no, he, I have seen this he movie. Just, he just died. Is this the right one about the record store or whatever? No, that's High Fidelity. That is actually, if you call that a rom com, that's my number one with a bullet favorite one. Okay. <gasps> oh, yeah. Not you've got mail. No, oh, I I gosh. used to for in in college. I every Valentine's Day as like an anti Valentine's Day thing. I would drink a bottle of wine and watch get drunk and watch high fidelity. 
You should have come over and we could have had heart-shaped pizza. Oh, you should have. No, oh. no, it, it, this was something I needed to do on my own. Got this it. is a very Got personal it. thing that was going on. Fair. Yeah. Also, I want to yeah. know, like, what, do you have any um, wild Valentine's Day stories of your youth? I got stood up on Valentine's Day. Tell us everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, it was like a, it was like a dating app date. A dating app date? Well, it was like somebody I met online. Okay. And I like went to the coffee shop and he texted me 15 minutes in. He was just like, I think he forgot it was Valentine's Day. And I think somebody was like, are you out of your mind? Like, why are you going oh, on a first, first date on Valentine's on Day? Day? Okay, okay. But it was um, at a coffee shop. It's not like the stakes oh, are that know. high. I know. So he texted me and he's like, something's come up. My car's like, it was a really cold day in February. Um, and he like. Don't make excuses for him. I Hannah. know, I know. And he texted <laughs> me and he was just like, my car is on the fritz. I can't come. And so I texted him back and I was like, first of all, mortified. Second of all, fine. Like, let's reschedule. He just never texted me back. <gasps> <laughs> My God. Yeah. So it was, that was a bad one. The horror. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I've recovered. Never knew him. It's fine. Oh my goodness. Do you have any good Valentine stories? Um, my only, I feel like my Valentine's like really peaked like in the third grade. Because I lived on this block with like seven boys that were my age and they like all were in love with me. And I remember one year getting like a box of chocolates, like a candy rose and just being like, oh, like really being like queen, feeling like a real queen. And the one boy that I had a crush on like gave me something. And I remember being like over the moon about it. So excited. That's so nice. Yeah, it was really cute. And I was I moved half a second, half a like in the middle of the school year. And so it was a really shitty moving situation to have to we moved every two to three years anyway yeah but in the middle of the school year that was like really hard so it was kind of nice i was really seen by the men in my life while the women (laughs) were ripping down artwork (laughs) in elementary school and grade three writing songs about me it was a little traumatic what do you mean ripping down artwork the girls were so mean to me they hated me in my class is it because you had like attention were they jealous yeah well I mean, I think I just blew in there, you know, being myself and like just totally whatever. (laughs) And they were just like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, let's take her down. The girls in my class hated me. Yeah, Yeah, they would rip my artwork down. They wrote a song about me. They used to sing during recess. Can we hear a few bars of it? it? I know the song, actually. Please. Please. No. (laughs) You can't bring that up and then not fucking do it. I can. It's too much. All Um, right. All right. Yeah, I was like, it was like, yeah, I was going to say, let's make our own song about Aaron. <laughs> it was horrible. It was not great. Oh, that sucks. Kids can be the worst. Kids are mean. Um, and then also in high school, I went to an all girls school and you could like send uh, for like a dollar, you could send like a Valentine to the boys school. Yep. And so like, you know, you and your friends would like send, you know, like a, hey, blah, 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 happy Valentine's Day bullshit. But um, at the end of the day on Valentine's Day, if you had a boyfriend, he would call the florist to send flowers to the office. So at the end of the day, they would read the names of all the girls who got to go down to the office and pick up their like bouquets. So this was like really cool. Oh, man. And so everyone every year is like holding with bated breath. Like, who's going to the office? It's high stakes. Um, And every year, my mother would send flowers. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god it's so which pure. was which was like so embarrassing are you kidding me and, I made, would and so strut. much love 
But like I thought was going for like a boy, and I was like, oh, it's my mom. That's Thanks, okay. Mom. Everything turned out well, anyways. Thanks, Mary Alice. You she built up your self confidence so that when you started dating, sure, you found the best one. Yeah. So That's I would amazing. go down like kind of ashamed, but Aww. I would go down and pick up my. I was in a class swag. with a girl in college who you could buy single red roses mm-hmm. at my university, and she bought flowers for all the girls in the class. <laughs> And she like that's cute. I only I knew her, so she like told me she did it, but she never told anybody. Like she didn't say. Who oh, did she it. didn't say she did, who it like, was. Yeah. Oh, mystery. So I was like, that's very sweet. Kent, do you have any wild V day stories? Uh, it's not really wild, but I do have one in particular. I'm going to show you a picture, and this because is- this is an audio medium, you guys both have to describe what's going on in the picture. Okay. I'm excited. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm looking. Oh okay. God. I'm looking at you third wheeling on a Valentine's Day date. <laughs> it wasn't third wheeling. We were all going as friends. Okay. Great. You're very dressed. You're sitting. in like you're. In, it looks to me like you're at some kind of fast food chain, That's but there's correct. like a red plastic tablecloth and flowers. Like someone tried to zhuzh it up. That's right. You're having like burgers and onion rings, and mm-hmm. you also look twelve. It's very black tie, and we have some paper plates happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You could be like maybe in a Burger King. We are in a White Castle. Oh, that was because nice. for a while, and I think they still did it. It was they were like one of the first ones to sort of get the irony of it. The, you could make a reservation at White Castle <laughs> for Valentine's Day, and it was like you know White Castle is a fast food establishment. You go up to the counter, you order your food, and then they you get it in the bag, and you, if you want to eat it there, you eat it there. But for Valentine's Day, there's like a little menu. That's hysterical. And they have tableside service. So it's just whoever is behind the counter. They come out to you and they say, what do you want? But and also instead of giving you the stuff in a bag, they put everything in like on like a plate. And so the onion rings, they like stacked in like a nice way. In fact, I think I have a picture with the with me and the woman who gave us the. The food. He's pulling it up. Mm, I'm trying to. That's adorable. Do you like White Castle? I've never been. I've never been. I only went once in college when I lived in the Bronx. I didn't have it, but and here's another cute picture not, of me and my friends. Oh, my gosh. You're doing that, like, hand champagne, but with cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah. it's very Lady in the Tramp. I mm-hmm. love it. Cute. Well, that's Adorable. fun. That was fun. And then we went that. to Kmart after. <laughs> Why Kmart? Because it was right nearby, and we were dressed up. And I'm like, let's just fucking go hang out in Kmart. <laughs> let's show it off. Oh, man. If you've got it, flaunt it. That's right. I want to know what all of our baddies are doing for Valentine's Day. Or Valentine's Day. They should write in. Tell us. Share. And if the, if we have missed a movie, I want to know about We've it. We've missed a like, lot of movies. I feel like we I need to like get two. on my rom-com game and really like do a deep dive. Yeah, I agree. Can I ask something if this is not too negative? What are your least favorite rom-coms? Oh, boy. I feel like I don't like Ryan Reynolds rom-coms. Definitely Maybe is not a huge one for me. What else is he in? Waiting. Uh, Waiting's the a Green great Lantern. movie. Um, he was also in um, Just Friends with Adventure Amy Land. Smart and Anna Faris, which was kind of funny. Yeah, that was cute. He's um, Deadpool now. He's Deadpool. <laughs> he, has, he has a few things going on. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Ryan Reynolds in rom-coms. So it's really him that kind of like brings it down. Yeah. I think he's cute. The proposal he was in with yeah. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. That whole that whole genre of rom com. Just Friends was cute. He hasn't been in a lot of rom coms, it seems. Well, he's okay. been in a lot of them. He's been in like th- four, three or four. How about you, Erin? What are your least favorite rom coms? 
Ooh, Aaron is making a very quizzical I don't know. face. I don't know. Just a lover of all of them. I mean, I think it's such a low bar situation that you're, mm-hmm. you you kind of know what you're stepping into. It's kind of like watching The Christmas Prince or, you know what movie I really didn't like is um, He's Just Not That Into You, I felt like was a weird. Oh, yeah, that was a That flat. I remember seeing in a theater and yeah. really liking the book and really being like, let's the book is great. get into this, like. And feeling like they really Plus missed. Plus Sex in the City. It's yeah, exactly. Spurred off of that. So. Yeah, I felt yeah. like that one was kind of like whatever. You know what movie I really hate that's not really a rom-com is Knocked Up. And me and Sal fight about this all the time. Yeah, I hate that movie too. I think that I'm that like, may be a gendered thing. Just get an abortion. Yep. What are we we're trying to fabricate this whole romantic love relationship when this man doesn't have a job? You don't know him. You quit your, or she doesn't quit her job, but like it's just, it's, oh. She's like, I'm pregnant. I guess I should be his wife. It was like the weird. I hated that movie. Yeah. Or the message of that movie, per Mm -hmm. se. Yeah. I also don't really love um, Catherine. What's her name? Heigl. Yeah. I don't love her rom-coms. 27 Dresses I thought was okay. I don't really love. I feel like I would have loved it if Reese had done it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We should just cast Reese Witherspoon and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Also, did you ever see the the rom-com where they get married at the same time? Uh. (laughs) It's the two weddings, and they both want to get married at the plaza. No. Is it Anne Hathaway and oh, the other Bridezilla? girl? Is that, yeah. Is it Bridezilla? I feel like that one it's could Kate have Hudson, been not? awesome. I like Kate Hudson a lot. Okay. Did you like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? I did not. But that was fun. <laughs> That's one I that, like, like him in it, too. I like him playing a... Oh, for sure. He's great. What's the one he did with Sarah Jessica Parker? Failure yes! to launch. Yes! That was a good one. <laughs> what's your What's your dark horse uh, rom com? So this is one that you really like, but you think is like kind of underrated and doesn't get enough play. Ooh, I'll go first because I asked the question. It's the holiday. Have you guys ever I seen? I love that? the holiday, except Jude Law like runs that entire movie. I feel the I think holiday. So. Jude Law's great in that movie. He's good in that movie. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. The holiday is to... a great movie. Yeah, I have really. Jack Black it. is also great. In the that holiday movie. was the first movie that I noticed. Like, hmm, I really like the score of this movie, and so I downloaded <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know this one. I haven't seen it. Really? I think yeah. it's worth checking out. Would you say so, Diane? Yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Jack Black, Kate Winslet. Uh, who's the other gal in that? Um, is it not? Oh, it's Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Yeah, they do like a switch. They're like, hey, you stay at my place and I'll stay at your place. I want to live in a country uh, English, like, charming cabin. And I want to live in L.A. And so they do, like, a switch. Yeah. Oh, cute. And yeah. so Cameron Diaz falls in love with Jude Law, who plays this, like, charming Irish or charming English guy. And then Jack Black is um, in L.A. and he falls in love with Kate Winslet. Do you like Jude Law? Mm-hmm. I do like Jude Law. Do you not like Jude Law? I feel like when he, he was kind of getting famous and then he cheated on his um, his wife and I'm like obsessed with her she was in that Edie Cedric movie and yeah. then I was kind of like you're obsessed not... with Sienna Miller yeah okay. when she did uh, the Edie Cedric yeah, movie Factory I, Girl's amazing I was like this is I'm here for this woman I love Factory and then Girl. I was so sad about their marriage and then I just I wasn't wasn't into it it's okay they both they both fizzled out you know um, okay well then keeping with this then the dark mm-hmm. horse for me is Alfie with Jude Law because that's their that's how they met is they like him and Sienna Miller did that movie together and it is so I love the beginning of that movie but that movie really hits like it's not a rom-com it hits me in such a like a place because I was this was it was like the first like movie that like it was like fun and playful and then it's like 
oh, this guy might have testicular cancer. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like, it, it gets made, really it dark. It made me really think about that. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it gets really dark and it doesn't resolve. So it's like a very strange... <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strange pick, but I, I watch Alfie every Christmas. It's my Christmas movie, along with Bridget Jones's Diary. Have you ever seen the original? Yeah, with Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. Love it, too, except it's a little... It's of its time. It's like... It is very, it's very of, of its, its time. time. Uh-huh. But it's like 60s swinging London, so it's very fun. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to throw a real wild I'm not even prepared for what you're about to well, say. What's the point of this? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. because we were talking about Cameron Diaz, oh. and I think she's so beautiful in the mask. she is very pretty i remember seeing that movie and being like damn girl like she is so beautiful it's her first movie oh it's just great (laughs) the mask is yeah with with canada hero i know my brother canada's favorite son good for him what's jim carrey done this week He's telling everybody who to get cares? off Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who cares? Sorry. What's he doing lately? Is he making movies? That's it. Okay. No, he's just being rich. Yeah, that's fair. Living okay. his life. He's just a Hollywood institution. It's fine. He's just doing his thing. Amen. I love it. Well, thanks, guys. This has been so fun. Happy <laughs> happy V-Day. Happy G... I keep wanting to say G-Day for Galentine's Day. Go for it. Make that a thing. Galentine. Thanks for joining us, Ken. Yeah, thanks, Ken. Oh, thank you for having me, guys. It's always <laughs> been my dream. And happy Feminist Wednesday. Happy Feminist Wednesday. Hey guys, I'm Lissa Mandel. I'm Philip Cassell. And we're here from The The Bitch Bitch Seat. Seat the podcast it's an interview show where we talk to guests about the horrible and beautiful parts of their youth we like to think of it as an adult talk show and tell a grown-up show and tell there you go like that so for a teaser here's some magnetic poetry that i wrote on my fridge when i was 12 hit it phil dreams of whispered music felt snow white and lathered me in delirious symphonies the ache within is black and bitter a thousand frantic shadows scream and chant bitterly I sleep on a lake of a thousand diamonds. You were 12? Yeah, I was way ahead of my time. Fair enough. Tune in. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!